Hey girl, it's Marisha Franklin, your host and founder of Wife Life. I'm so glad you stopped by to join the conversation today. Here at the Wife Life Podcast, we are dedicated to connecting you to godly wisdom and practical tips that will help you in your own personal wife life. So listen, as we get started, I encourage you to join the conversation with an open heart, an open mind, and listening ears so that you can receive as much as possible. speaking to you from time to time when I get a chance to talk to you I'm always just amazed at your view and how you see things and Mm. you know how you put things together you know it's amazing I I love to listen to you so I'm like we have to get her on the wife life podcast people need to hear this people need to hear what you have to offer so that's a high thanks for being here thank you that's a very high compliment good morning to you you thank you for welcoming me. I'm excited to talk with you this morning. So good, good, good. Well, we'll jump right into it. So tell me this: Why do you feel that prayer is important from a clinical view for a married woman? And I know prayer is important for everybody, but specifically married women. So I think about, about that in terms of my own identity as a Christian first and then as mm-hmm. a psychologist. And so I love it when my practice of knowing the Lord and and engaging his word matches what we find yeah. in psychology and, and then vice versa. And of course, the foundation has to be the Lord. But we've asked questions all the time. And I mean, we as in the field of psychology, I'm trying to understand this connection between mental health and prayer. And certainly there is one. Mm-hmm. Um, even recently, as I am preparing for our, our time together, um, looking at research, and it's been documented um, in families, uh, marriage and family studies, it has been documented in mental health uh, research that when people pray, um, the body changes, the mind changes, hormonal releases um, are different. And the impact is peace. The impact is stress relief. And so what does that have to do for the the wife who prays? Well, there's a particular research that looked at um, partnered prayer intercession. And I may be getting Mm. that that wrong, the term wrong, but this was done in in the world from a secular perspective. And what they found is that when Women prayed for their husbands and not Mm -hmm. necessarily the other way around, but particularly I'm focusing at women praying for their husbands. It gave them personal peace. They saw Mm -hmm. effect um, or changes in their, in their relationships, of course. And if there were children involved, it brought peace to the, to children. So it wasn't just the prayer aspect. It was involvement in church. It was involvement and Bible study. So all those things mm. together with prayer made a difference in the life of the believing wow. wife. When you talk about research in psychology, it's not from a, a spiritual perspective, but it's interesting that um, the study of human behavior, mental processes is very interested in knowing, well, how, what role does prayer have on mental health? So, wow. And there is one. So that's awesome to know that there's actually research from people Mm. that are non-Christian, non-spiritual, just looking at the facts and and what happens, the cause and effect to see that it actually is power in prayer. That's amazing. That is amazing. um, Just to know that I can 
I can fulfill a duty in my marriage, even just by praying, I can make it better just by praying and not do, I mean, not that we don't need to do anything, but just to know that I can have peace and bring peace in my home just by taking time to go to the father in prayer. That's, and, and to, and not just from a biblical perspective, but from a mm. psychological perspective perspective that really does change things. You know, I, that's, that's amazing to me. That's awesome. It is, you know, as a a cognitive behaviorist Mm -hmm. with a a little bit of a tinge toward um, psychodynamic theory, my perspective really tries to view life through about as we consider the connection of what we think about and how we feel and then what we in turn do. And when we're praying, when we're beseeching the father to intervene, on our behalf, we have to line up with truth, aren't we? We begin mm-hmm, to think mm-hmm. about the truth of his word, the truth of his promises, and that affects how we feel. Mm. So no matter what we're thinking about, it can affect how we feel. The mm. truth of the word doesn't shift. But people think, think about the truth, you know, think about things all the time. You right. think about work. And if you have a lot of work to do, that affects your your mood, yes. your feelings. And that might yes. also impact the way that you engage with other people. Right. You think about your bills and if you don't have enough money to meet your needs, that's going to stress you out as well. So when you focus and anchor yourself on the truth of God's word, it will bring Mm -hmm. you peace because as a believer, you rest in that. And God is who he says that he is and that equips you. It strengthens you to do the very next right thing. So that's good. That is so good. What would, um, what would you say in regards to prayer and helping um, women feel safe? Well, you know, again, as a, a psychologist, I do have to borrow from my scientific, the scientific part of my mind. And I want to look at the research. Now, prayer had better be at the crux of all that we do. But as the Lord has given us wisdom, there are some other things that we have to do too to secure safety. So if yeah. safety is around personal safety, like I don't feel safe with myself, I mm-hmm. might feel um, a, uh, the urge to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you, then you need to put to, you need to seek some help. You need to partner with a professional. Yes. Um, or even if you don't feel safe with your partner, I mm-hmm. think that the the answer or the solution is the same. You partner with someone who's going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. And you pray. So those right. go in concert together, and they don't have to be. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. Um, sometimes people think that, well, if I pray hard enough and I'm most sincere and then I add some fasting and that, you know, and we start bargaining with the Lord, then situations mm-hmm. change. But I don't, I'm, I'm pretty, as I, as I, as a believer, mm-hmm. and then also as a scientist, we know that we have to do some practical things too. Remember right. the connection between thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. There are sometimes things we have to do along with that truth that we're yeah. meditating on. Sometimes when people struggle, mental mm-hmm. health is not always just about um, anxiety and depression. Some people really have some other things going on yeah. and they need to partner with not only a psychologist to get some skills on board, they also need a psychiatrist because they need some yeah. medication on board, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, that makes complete sense because the word tells us that faith is dead without action. So um, mm. prayer is one of the tools that we have, but it's not the only thing. And I'm glad that you hit on that because there are a lot of things, especially in the Christian community, sometimes mental health is shunned and, Mm. you know, people were told that you just need to pray more. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just, just do this. And, 
and although we know that prayer has its place, I just mm-hmm. like that you brought that up, that it is good to partner with the professional at times. Sure, sure. And, you know, I think in the Bible there, it's um, the, the Lord addresses this idea of human behavior and mental processes. He tells us where to focus our thoughts, mm-hmm. right? He tells us not to be anxious about things, but to yeah. pray um, yeah. and to worship and to, uh, and, and, and to give thanks. And then he mm-hmm. said, instead of worrying, he says, therefore, whatever is excellent and praiseworthy yeah. of good report. And I just botched up Philippians four, six, right. seven, and eight, but you guys know where I'm, where I'm coming from. And so Absolutely. that's not the only scripture that we have encouragement about where to focus our thoughts because it affects how we feel. And then that dictates how we move, right? He tells us to hold captive vain imaginations, casting mm-hmm. them out in light of the truth of God's word. So um, there are things for us to do. Yes. Cognitively, we need to also pray, but partnering with someone who will help us to see more clearly or to help us to understand what our options are or to encourage us, right? That is also helpful. That's good. And I want to also, um, falling into the safety of our father's arms, how would you connect that, um, clinically to prayer and, and fill in Mm. that safety? And, and it might, it may go with what you just said, as far as anxiousness and where we place our thoughts. Cause sometimes that is where anxiousness could come from. Just not feeling completely secure, safe with where you are, sure, you know, and where so you're I, going and maybe not knowing exactly. It, it doesn't even have to be anything bad, but just, you know, having peace, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. So, you know, he says to be still and know that he is God. And that he is our peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I mentioned before those scriptures about where to focus our thoughts and what to think about, um, we are bombarded all the time with things outside of ourselves in the world as we are in the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to be distracted. Um, going back to the research that we understand um, about yoga and mindfulness and stilling the body and slowing our pace. And I think that prayer focused on the truth of God's word fits right into that. Yeah. When we look at Asian cultures, middle or Eastern rather, Eastern cultures and how overall they are more healthy. Um, their mm. elderly reach ages that um, are far exceed Western ages for elderly. Wow. And it's not just because they eat different. It's how they take care of their bodies and how they still their minds. They practice mm. yoga. You know, and there are Christians who will say, you know, that's kind of inter- entertaining, you know, the Eastern culture. And I don't want to do that. And I get that. But we can slow mm-hmm. our roll and focus our thoughts on the truth. Yeah. We can be one with our bodies and slow our breathing and focus ourselves on the truth. And that will be efficacious in accomplishing peace. So that's for good. mental health, every time I partner with people who present with anxiety or mm-hmm. depression, I talk about the mind feeling body connection that's the fastest way that we can gain control of what Mm. it is that we're feeling well what is it that you're thinking about it gives Mm. us space to breathe yeah to to find peace when we think you know what i can check what i'm thinking because that's Mm going to impact how i'm feeling i don't like the way i'm feeling but what am i meditating on Mm. so i can enjoy space for freedom to have peace if I check what I'm thinking now, I'm not also, I'm not, don't hear me saying that all you need to do is focus <laughs> what you're <laughs> thinking about. I really believe in the um, helpfulness, the efficacy of partnering with a professional 
Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not that, you know, oh, psychology mm-hmm. is a thing. No, we start with God and yeah. then we partner with people who can help us better understand the connection of human behavior. And that's good. Processes. That's good. So what would you say to the woman that's struggling to even have a prayer life? You know, what would, what are some things you would give So, them? you know, immediately and, and <laughs> I, I, I naturally, actually ask a lot of questions when I'm working with people. And mm-hmm. when you, when you say that, I say, well, why do people pray? Mm-hmm. What, what causes people to fall to their knees or to at any time commune with the father? Is it because they feel anxious because they mm-hmm. have a need? Maybe they feel depressed. Maybe they have a worry about something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they're preparing for something. They need his help, right? Or maybe, yeah. you know, they just recognize that a part Far from him, they can have bear no good fruit. There is no life mm. apart from Christ. I it just depends on why people employ prayer. That's good. Um, and then w- secondly, I would think, you know, everybody finds themselves in the space in their relationship with the Lord where they're ebbing and flowing. Yeah. A lot of a lot of times that's contributed to the fact that, you know, life impacts, life bombards, we get distracted. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get into places where we think, okay, I'm coasting. I'm doing yeah. all right. I don't need to talk yeah. to the Lord because I've got it. Mm. Um, or sometimes we get to a place where we are um, disappointed in life and we feel like God doesn't see us, mm. right? Or he's, he, his promises don't apply to us. And so for that woman, I would say, take a deep breath. And what do you know about the Lord? Mm. What drew you first to him? Who is your sister that you shared this with? Yeah. Right. Um, the Bible, you know, Paul says that, which I know I should do, I don't do. Mm-hmm. And that, which I do, I do, I know I shouldn't do. So mm-hmm. and that allows me to know that, you know, we're going to struggle. Yeah. So I grant grace to myself and I, 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 I yield to the Holy spirit that, you know what, he didn't let me keep going in this vein that he interrupted me. And I see myself distant from my father. So I see that as an invitation to either re- stop and repent, return mm-hmm. and return to him or to continue in that vein. And that tells mm-hmm. me who I am and what yeah. I know about the father. So, and I, I would encourage that woman to, to, to see her interruption in that, in that path as, you know, that's the Lord inviting you back to himself. What mm-hmm. happened that you, you stepped off track? Cause he stands at the ready to receive us. His word promises. We need fellowship. When we exist in isolation, that breeds sometimes a distancing from my fa- from our father. Mm. So if you find that you not only have not been praying, have you been in communion with other believers? That's good. That'd be a great other place to start. So that's so good. Oh, I, I love this. I love it. I I normally try to take notes, but I've just been like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> what resources would you recommend for um someone oh yeah as it regards to prayer. so first th- this is what i would i would ask them to uh attend to their mindset what am i thinking about what mm, is you know what is I like that what's really going on and be willing to apply grace to yourself self-compassion mm-hmm. self-love goes deep you know think what would i what would i tell a sister who was struggling right now and then say that to yourself and then mm. open up the word and park in the psalms you know, we get mm. to hear about God's character, a lot of yeah. his promises, his tender love for us, his patience mm. for us. And yeah. it encourages, it gives, gives space for us to grieve with our daddy. 
I would also think about a um, um, couple different books to read. Um, I have a really good friend, Robin McKelvey, who has partnered with Nancy Lee DeMoss on a program called uh, Revive Our Hearts. Now, uh-huh. Robin is a regular speaker, speaker with uh, Family Life, and she does the uh-huh. marriage conferences, mm-hmm. um, Weekend to Remember. So sometimes, oh, yeah. not only addressing your own personal need in those Weekend to Remembers, but your connection with your husband. Going back to that other research I referenced before about the significance of wives praying for their for their husbands and for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, a Weekend to Remember would be excellent through Family Life. The other ref, um, referral or reference that I love is The Power of a Praying Wife by Stormy mm-hmm. O'Martian. Oh, uh, yeah. Excellent, easy read. And it so encourages your heart to recognize the power of your words for your husband. Um, she has one for children, too. So you get to cover mm-hmm. your whole family under yeah. the word of God and through prayer. So, yeah. That's good. Okay, I love that. What would you leave the women with today if you had one... Last thing, famous words, scripture, mm. <laughs> whatever. I, I mean, whatever it is. I would say that remember this you are not alone. And mm. we have such encouragement in the word of God. There are women in the Bible who prayed and saw God move on their behalf because he promises to hear. When he, he, he says, I think about Psalm 91, because he knows my name, I will rescue him because he knows my name. I will hear him. Yes, so yes, you think yes. about Elizabeth, right? Mm-hmm. Who prayed because she wanted um, a baby and in her yeah. old, old age, she had John. You think wow. about um, Sarah who was done, honey. And at 90, Jesus, <laughs> the Lord gave her life in her womb, right? right? You think about- Encourage um, the people. Yeah. <laughs> who, hadn't, who hadn't anticipated being a mother, but her wow. response was wow. not a grumbling. She said, magnify the Lord with me. That girl worshiped and prayed. So mm. we know the power of prayer and that God hears his children and he comes to the rest yeah. of immediately. So there's an And Esther too. The, Woo, why you playing? Esther, <laughs> for such a time as this, that sister said, okay, yes. well, let me go ahead and, and, and follow because I trust my God. And that's, there it yeah. is. Do I believe? Do I believe? And, and Jesus says, yeah, do you? And you can say, mm-hmm. help my unbelief. And he does. Yes, he Lord. meets us right where we are. So that's what I'd say. That's so good. That's so good. Tell, tell the, the wife lifers where they can find you or if they. Absolutely. I'd love to partner with women who, who love Jesus and might want to partner with a psychologist. I practice in Lee Summit um, and I practice with a group of uh, Christian women at Jefferson Street Associates. Um, I can be reached via my service at area code 816 Seven seven zero five, and currently I'm meeting in person. I'm also um, meeting via Zoom. So whatever mode of engagement is most comfortable for you, I will try to accommodate. Um, I do take some late appointments. I know a lot of women work and want to be able to have a little flex time to meet in the evenings. Um, so just please reach out if you're interested in partnering, and we can talk further about what that could look like. Well, Dr. Ferguson, this has been a joy. I'm so excited to just, you know, 
meet with you again and talk to you about more um, topics. So ladies, be on the lookout. This will not be her last appearance. Girl, listen, that was good. I'm so glad you stopped by. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave a review. You can also sign up at thewifelifepodcast.com to receive updates every time we release a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cherish Wife Life. Just so you know, we release a new season of weekly episodes every other month. January, March, May, July, September, and November. If you haven't listened to all the other episodes, make sure you go back and listen. All right. Until next time. Talk to you later.